from the Morongo Casino Studios, it's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. Los Angeles. Heidi and Frank Show, it's the $2,000 hour. Yes, the KLOS name game, $2,000 uh, right now. Should I go ahead and try to give away right now? Maybe in the next five minutes. No. Oh. Ooh, you big tease. No? Up to you. Should I do the next five minutes? Well, we have a guest. Yeah, I guess we have to wait. Look who it is. It's our longtime ah! friend. Anthony C. Ferrante. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Frank, he's our old boss. He's our old boss. Good to see you. Hey, Anthony. Hey. (laughs) Now, uh, if you've listened to the show for a a while, you you know Anthony because he was on the show. He is the uh, creator of the the cult uh, series, Sharknado. People love it. <laughs> They're obsessed with it. And he didn't know it was going to be a series because the first Sharknado is just Sharknado. And then you have to call it Sharknado 1 because it just blew up and people mm-hmm. loved it. And then there was Sharknado 2, the second one. Yes. <laughs> then the Sharknado 3, oh hell no, was the one we were in. Yes, you yes. were. As ourselves. That's right. Uh, Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. Uh, Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. <laughs> and, then, and then Sharknado 6, The Last Sharknado. It's about time. Exactly. And <laughs> the, your great success there. And why did you decide to end it at 6? I think it was time. <laughs> I mean, we burned through we burned through like twenty movies in six movies. The third movie had White House down with sharks. Uh, that's right. The uh, music park disaster in Orlando, and we went to space. So we basically covered three movies yeah. in that one movie. So <laughs> you, you had to you had to come to a point where uh, I think the ideas uh, are it's it's over at least for that version of Sharknado. Now, Anthony, I know like how you shoot, um, or especially what you did in the first few or the first one or two is you do it on a limited budget and you do it very quickly. You get in there, you have a vision, you go, I got the shot, let's go, let's go, let's go. By the sixth one, because they're so successful, is there a bigger budget and do you have more time? Or do you like just shooting the way you shoot? It's <laughs> so funny. Well, no, okay, so so the first There one, had to have been a bigger budget. Uh, the, 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 the budget's increased. I think the okay. second one probably was the biggest because we shot in New York. Right. And in shooting in New York is not not cheap. But, um, you know, exponentially things get more complex. I mean, but, but we did have more toys. I mean, the, the shooting days didn't necessarily change, but okay. the fifth movie, we traveled the globe. We went to, like, England, uh, Italy, Japan, Australia, Bulgaria, with the same budget, roughly, we had from the previous movie. So it was like... Wow. Is it our permits for that one? And we're like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Permits, shmermits. Yeah, no, no. And we shoot, were, I thought you said hermits. We were kind of... <laughs> you know, we're just like, okay, we just show up at a hotel and we're going to go shoot on uh, Tower Bridge. Um, when we went to Italy, um, you know, we wanted to shoot at Trevi Fountain. I said, you can't shoot at Trevi Fountain. It's like, why? Because there's people there. And I said, when are people not there? And they go, 6 a.m. Sunday. Then we're shooting 6 a.m. Sunday. I go, you can't shoot a scene in two hours. Like, yes, we can. That's what we did. We yeah, shot at Trevi Fountain. Yeah, you're yeah. amazing at that. And now you have a new horror film called Nix and I X out now on all streaming platforms. Uh, what's this? Uh, what's the, the plot in this one? Uh, Nix is completely opposite than Sharknado. It, it is water based, but it is it's a, about a horrible NBA team. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nix. 
Yeah. Yeah. Spelled differently. So. Don't be afraid. It's nothing. Um, so um, I, I was I worked with uh, James Bardi, uh, Skylar Caleb, and Woodrow Wilson Hancock the uh, Third on a film previously as a producer, and they came to me with this project. Said, "Look, we got some independent money. Let's go make a really dark horror film." And so we we looked at different mythologies, and um, there was this uh, German myth called the uh, the Nixie or the Nocken. And um, it was this half face in water, which I thought was a really creepy image. Everything else about it is a fairy. It's not interesting. But that half face in water was kind of haunting. And I go, let's try to fabricate something around that and create something that's a little more uh, deeper. So it's a movie about trauma and addiction. Uh, but there's a monster uh, at the center. And Dee Wallace, who I've worked with before, she was the mom in E.T. and in Cujo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote the role hoping that she would do it as this matriarch. A, a tragic uh, accident happens uh, many years uh, before and 25 years later, they're still dealing with uh, the loss of this child and, and how it, how things happen. And of course, there's a creature kind of roaming around. Uh, Played by Ian Ziri. <laughs> how did you know? And he has a chance. Oh, this looks so good, Anthony. <laughs> so, and especially right around Halloween, this is perfect. It, it is. It is. You know, because Sharknado is so goofy and everything. You know, I, I have my. I started off doing horror movies. Actually, my right. first movie was called Boo, which was a, a haunted house uh, movie uh, set in a haunted uh, haunted hospital movie and so this is kind of my first original horror film since then so everybody goes oh it's good to be goofy it's no no it's a, it's a scary dark movie but it also means something so this is what you wanted to do from the beginning was write really scary horror films because you love the genre but you did the Sharknados to support yourself, and now you can't, so now you can go back and do what you no, really no, want to do? No, no, actually, it's a little different than that. I, I thought I was going to be the horror guy because I was a horror fan growing up. I loved John Carpenter, Cronenberg, yeah. all these guys, Val Luton's, uh, all those old uh, horror films, Hitchcock, Spielberg, all these things. I just loved that genre. But then the thing with the, the genre, the movies that I wanted to tell in the horror genre, no one wanted to make. They wanted to make torture porn or you know all these other kind of just obvious things. So Sharknado happened, and it was a chance to do things that I also like, which is sort of that kind of humor and what Sharknado opened up the door for me was you know I did six of those is that I got to do different types of movies Sharknado someone said to me at a comic con the year that it came out it's like thank you for making Sharknado I've watched it three times it made me happy so I'm going I could scare people and then make them happy just like our show Frank exactly (laughs) (laughs) if he scares them I make them happy and, and what it's done though is it's opened up all these doors for me. So I just Good. I just did two back to back westerns last fall. I would have never gotten to do that if it wasn't. So what I like that it's happened is that yeah, I, I, horror is my major, but I'm a director. I, you know, I'm a filmmaker that can do different genres, and that's what Sharknado gave me. So it's the it's the project. It's what makes it interesting. And like I said, Nick's I'm just so proud of because. We, we accomplished something with a very indie budget. It's a, it's a very traditional, independent horror film, but it has a lot going on in it. It's not what people expect. When we saw the screening where it was all together, for the first time we were watching it going, oh, people come into it going, I know what this movie is. Mm-hmm. And then as it goes along, it going, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and no one oh, quite figures that. out what it is and until the end. And I, th- I think to be able to do that, uh, with you know, we didn't really have a studio uh, involved or a network, so we just kind of said, let's just make a movie for ourselves. And if people love it, great. Uh, we, you know, it's a big win. So with Halloween coming up, uh, it's on all streaming platforms, Nix, N-I-X, search for that and uh, check it out. Uh, but you, you started out with Boo. Yes, based in a haunted house. It's a haunted hospital movie. A haunted hospital. Yeah. So, so uh, when I when I got started, um, I I was I was a special makeup effects supervisor. So I would I would corral you know the makeup effects teams, and we would go and do these horror movies, like I did Dentist One and Two, and uh, Wishmaster Two. And were you so always a freak? I mean, as a kid, were, <laughs> of were you course. Like that kid that's like 
that guy's going to grow up to be a, a horror film director. I, I, well, no, I just did my own thing. I, I obviously did, you know, when I was in college, you know, I got bored in the in the um, uh, lab for doing photos and stuff. So I just put a bunch of like uh, eyeballs on, on uh, post-it notes and I, I papered them all over the uh, dark room. And then I brought the uh, advisor into the room and I go, do you get the feeling someone's watching us? <laughs> Two, two weeks for been... one joke. Two weeks for one joke. Oh, I but know I'm... how you feel. <laughs> it's a long game. Yeah, Johnny works here. Yeah, but but yeah. So that was kind of the thing. I I uh, I think you know I was I was always into movies. I was making films when I was in high school. Uh, you know I was into journalism, music, but I never belonged to one group. I came from a small town in Northern California, so I kind of I kind of just did my own thing, and I and it's and I just continued to do. Able my to own entertain thing. yourself, which is awesome, and exactly. you love the horror. When you watch horror films since you are a, a fan or fanatic do you like watching them during the day or do you like watching them at night i like them when i can actually watch them because because okay. I'll, I'll yeah i like watching them in the movie theater honestly because when you're at home you get distracted or yeah. you get tired and you start dozing off or something but but in the movie theater you're forced to watch it which uh, we had a few theatrical dates on nick so it was really wonderful just having people sit there and, and just get immersed in it but yeah i'll i'll go i'll go to the theater i, I won't like halloween uh, ends was was on peacock but i went to the theater to go see it is there uh, some place that they can see your earlier work, like Boo and Headless Horseman and Hansel and Gretel? Are they streaming as well? Yeah, actually, Boo is available free on uh, Prime. It's the one with Dee Wallace. Uh, so that and it's it's strange. The, the weird thing has happened is that that movie has just continued just to be a long player. It just keeps popping up in the weird places. We made. I purposely made a film when I, when when I did it. I, I didn't want to uh, say specifically what year it is, and I've tried to do that with most of my my genre movies because I feel like it makes it timeless. So there, there was a lot of anachronistic things in that movie were different Does that make cars. it tough with clothing and stuff and cars? Well, yeah, like so I, just... I would mix and match them. So, so you okay. can never say, oh, that was uh, 1999, that was 1980, that was 2010. So yeah. so I think Boo has is, is succeeded because you don't know what, it's, it's its own universe, it's its own kind of feeling. It doesn't say, you know, make pop culture references or anything that are obvious. And so it's on. it's been on Amazon and suddenly it's like been jumping up because they just featured it uh, on their on their like horror and strangely comedy sections because I think it was they think it's the Medea movie, <laughs> but, but 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 yeah, I, I, I was going, what's going on here? Why is this movie like suddenly popping up everywhere again? <laughs> so thank you, thank you, Tyler Perry. Heck yeah. Uh, when when Sharknado the original uh, came out, it was released in 2013. Was it at that time there was a lot of sharks going on in the news, like a lot of shark attacks happening? Was that the inspiration? Because I remember there was like a, a surge of shark news where it was like, mm -hmm. there's not that many shark attacks. Mm -hmm. So you have a, bit, a better chance of getting killed by a coconut falling out of a yeah. tree than a shark attack. But there were so many in the news was it around that time that you're like, all right, everyone's it, talking about sharks. Let's do sharks. It was as simple as uh, you know, you pitch a bunch of ideas of sci-fi. A buddy of mine, Jacob Hare, who now is a director over at Rick and Morty, um, we were oh, wow. trying to come up with a bunch of the most ridiculous uh, titles because I was I was the, again the horror guy, so they would always expect horror stuff. So let's come up with something else. And I think of the two, one of them was Lava Birds, and then Jake said Sharknado, and I was like, okay, great. But it took a while for them to <laughs> nibble at it because we knew it was a great title, and then it, then nothing happened until I put a reference to a Sharknado in a script I wrote uh, for sci. 
sci-fi for a Leprechaun movie, and they go, "We must make that movie," and then the rest is history. But it was yeah. just a, it was just a combination. So when you weren't trying to sell Sharknado, they saw it in that other. Well, movie. no, we tried. We pitched it a couple times to them, and they just kind of rejected it. And right. then when they saw it in the script, they saw right. it. Oh, but but Jake and I always knew. I think I'm getting a glimpse into what you're working on that you haven't finished yet, because I know you have your your band Quint that you have together with yes. Rob, Robbie Riss. Remember cousin Oliver on? Of uh, course, yeah, Brady he's been Bunch. on the show. Yeah, he's great. And uh, you have uh, one of your songs is Zombie Tidal Wave. Is that yeah. an accurate <laughs> title? Oh, no, no, no. Zombie Tidal Wave is the name of the movie, but we did have some songs. Oh, there was a movie, Zombie Tidal yeah, Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did do songs. We did Party to Raise the Dead with the Quint Band and A Club Dead. We did a bunch of songs. And in the new movie, we have a song called Nothing, uh, which is uh, probably our first kind of alternative all electronic song. Uh, but the thing is, Nix in German means nothing. So that maybe tips the hat to uh, a little bit about what's going on. Now, Anthony, <laughs> can you watch a horror movie with up, since that's what you do and that's your genre? Can you watch it without critiquing it? Like, if Frank and I are watching a show and they're, they're in a radio station and they're doing something, I'm like, this is crap. How are they even listening to calls? They don't have headphones on. Like, you start critiquing. It looks like they're doing it in their closet in uh, their bedroom. I, I, I think, do that? I, I think the thing is, I, I, the, other, the other thing are I did... Are you able to watch without <laughs> critiquing? This is not about me, Frank. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, the, the thing is, is that I was a journalist for years, so I was a critic. So before I started making movies, I was just like, you know, vicious. And then I started yeah. making movies and I started looking at them more like, oh, I see the value in a lot of different things. Um, so so I, I like to try to find the positive and stuff. But I think the hard thing about being in the industry is that I see what's going to happen. Because I, right. you know, because right, part, right. part of what you do sometimes is trying to figure out twists. So it's like, oh, like, Halloween ends as, as much as they try to do twists. I'm like, oh, I think that's going to happen. And it happened. Oh, that's going to. So you so, figure it out. So so yeah. there are things that I and I, I love it when I can't figure it out. But it's, I'm not too. sitting there going, I'm going to figure this out. It's just that you start you, you start understanding the connection of things. I've also started editing a lot of my films, so um, so I start under, you, know, you understand the pieces. That means they're really long now. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm terrible about this because uh, uh, the, the producers would say on Sharknado, we're going to do the Blu-ray uh, uh, special editions and we're going to put more footage back in because we'd have long cuts. And they would, uh, the, one of the producers over there, David Rowley, was going, and you are going to put stuff back in, aren't you? <laughs> because I, once you get it pared down, it, you right. know, usually it's a line or two, but if you cut it out of the movie, it doesn't need to be there. So I'm very, like, get rid of it if it's not necessary. It's like yeah, the, the, the dead musical artist that keeps releasing stuff from their archive, from their, their estate. It's yeah. like, nah, I didn't make the song, or that song didn't get made for he a reason. He didn't want it made, yeah. Uh, right. Except then you hear things like from Tom Petty and Prince that were rejected, going, oh my gosh, this, they, they were just on fire. No Queen's matter. got a new one. Yeah. Oh, right. They do? Yeah. Oh. With Freddie Mercury. <laughs> they re So he had his vocals laid, right? But then they just didn't do anything with it, they and then never, they were back uh, in recently. turned it into a song, and then last Friday they released a brand new one, which is kind of cool because you hear you know, singing something different. Is, yeah, it's called uh, Face It Alone. It's from the Miracles Sessions from, was it, 1989? Yeah, this could be a horror film. <laughs> Nix. <laughs> Belongs in a horror movie. When something so near and dear to life explodes in sight, you feel your soul 
Plot in there someplace. Yeah. <laughs> Just a creepy no. beginning. Anthony C. Ferrati, uh, go check out his new horror film called Nix, spelled N I X, out uh, now on all streaming platforms. And I guess uh, go check out its uh, original Boo back in the day. Blow it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still. Yeah. Uh, Holds up, yeah. Blow, blow it up as well. Thank Watch you so much for coming dark. in, man. Thank you, guys. It's always great coming back. Good to I really see appreciate you. it. Yeah, come back yeah. anytime. Thank you. We got to take a, uh, a quick break, and then I think when we come back, it's time for that uh, two thousand dollars possibly to give away for the KLOS hundred thousand dollar name game. So keep it right here. We're hiding you, Frank.